Oh yeah. Yeah, there dude. it is. We're in the zone. Uh, that guitar in stereo. It's very nice. Yeah. Uh, Echoplex. It was done in Logic. Yeah, but Echoplex delay. Kind of sounds like it. That like warble. Mm-hmm. And then my friend Brandon Daniels laid down the little lead part. Yeah. Then I faded it out because I didn't want him to get too much credit. (laughs) It's cute. It makes me think of like someone just like almost like skipping down the street. Yep. Just loving (laughs) life. And actually, I did want Brandon to get the credit. So that was just a joke. Shout out, Brandon. Shout out, Brandon. Thanks for tracking Brandon Fraser. For the movie The Whale, for The (laughs) Mummy. For Georgia for the Jungle. Georgia the Jungle. Great movie. Um, other things. Yeah, uh, Airheads. Dude. Encino yeah. Man with Pauly Shore and some other actor that's famous now that I forgot. Who's in that? Uh, Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler was in Airheads with him. Um, it's not Stanley Steve Bush- Tucci. Buscemi. Steve Buscemi. Buscemi. Yeah. Buscemi, the some bu- people say. I say Bush. Buscemi. Buscemi or Buscemi? Buscemi. That's what I think, too. But then he He's said a- Buscemi. He's a volunteer firefighter. He mm-hmm. in New York, right? Yeah, for 9/11. Yeah, that happened. And so did David Lee Roth, I think. Or Ooh, he was in that, New York um, as a firefighter. Van Halen lead singer. Oh, okay. I was thinking of uh, Axl Rose. Oh well, I mean, similar epicness. I mean, yeah. But imagine that he Almost said same. he said when he was like helping people get into the. Uh, ambulance are like, am I in heaven? David Lee Roth is my, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, what are you doing here? Aren't you in Van Halen? Who sings um, Two Tickets to Paradise? Eddie Money. Eddie Money. Yep. I still need to finish the cover of Take Me Home Tonight that I'm working on. Ooh, nice. We were going to track the backup vocals this last week, but we got delayed. But yeah. it's going to happen. It's going to be sick. great. And then I need to film it and have everyone. I'm going to do it black and white to do homage to the original music video. Yeah. Because he's standing in an empty, empty arena, which I don't have. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's a ladder standing next to him and he has a mic hanging down or he's on a mic stand just like singing the song there's a fan blowing his hair Mm -hmm. so i wanted to stand next to a ladder with a mic and have a light coming down um you know the stadium by the seattle science center a key it was key arena no there's like a small little football field with like a um oh it's like open grandstands Yes, I do yeah. know that. Yeah. Just go hop the fence and go do that. Or is there access to it from the science center? I want to say, yeah. Done. Yeah, but I wanted to do it like, oh, yeah, true. And it was like, at, it looks like it's at night or it's in an mm-hmm. indoor space. Well, dude, you we have a friend that works for a high school. I mean, it's not a stadium stadium, but we're mm. that school that has the, um, sorry, my phone beeped right behind you. Oh, I don't hear it. It's right behind you. Oh. Um, which which um, which stadium? You can just say it. I'll Newport kinda... High. Oh oh yeah yeah. But it's only a half. The bleachers are on one side, isn't well, it? Well, it doesn't. So the music video is a close-up shot on him, and it just shows. You could tell he's in an arena that's empty, and then yeah. um, Ronnie Spector, who's singing, Phil Be Spector's my son, wife, <laughs> oh, son, Ronnie. Ron, yeah, Ronnie from the Ronettes. Got it. She did like be my oh, be my little baby. So the yeah. lyric the lyric says, "Are you just like Ronnie sang be my little baby?" And then she sings be my little baby. And then so she, be my 
but she's like walking. You know how like the players at a stadium walk in through the back way with lights behind them. It's kind of like that. She's walking in slowly to the stadium and working her way up to the stage. That's We're cool. not doing that. We're just gonna have the girl singing it do a, a my, my friend's girlfriend do a vocal at a mic. This is take me home tonight. Mm-hmm. Okay. How did the runnets fit into this? It's in the song. Oh, so she's in about- the music video. Oh, because it's like, tell, uh, listen, are you just like Ronnie sang, be oh. my little baby. And then she's in there singing in the video in the song. Oh, I never understood that. I thought it was, are you just like Ronnie said? I was like, who's this Ronnie? And then be my little baby is like, oh, he's trying to take her home. Tonight. Yeah, I thought it was Ronnie said. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Ronnie sang. Yeah. Yeah. And then then she has some vocal trills she's got to do. So it's a little, it's a lot of, it took me like, I had to have no one in the house one day and I tracked the vocal over three hours belting it at spots Mm -hmm. because it actually doesn't sound that high, but there's some high notes. Yeah. And then just to get the right takes. And so then they were like, well, maybe you could retrack it. I was like, I'm not redoing that. I mean, I might redo the guitars, but I think that vocal's fine. I'm going to blend it and make it gang vocal and just Uh make it fun. Yeah. Gangs. Um, Gangs in New York. Uh, Okay, what type of music would you dis uh how how would you describe that type of music? Um, the Ronettes. Oh, the Ron I thought you were gonna say Eddie Money. Um The Ronettes are like doo wop. Doo wop era because they're like Jesus, Sammy. Sammy just (laughs) the whole glass shook on the table when she sat down. She like belly flopped on the carpet. She's she's having fun. She's loving it. Um, um they're do I think it's in the doo wop era. It was the fifties. Okay. Early sixties. Maybe like R and B. Maybe R&B, soul R and B. Soul R B uh doo wop. Yeah, that was not a setup to tell you you were wrong. Oh no, I know. Um, but this is my segue to the topic I wanted to talk about. Doo wop? No. Oh, <laughs> Okay. okay, sorry. I'm not going to guess. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I cut you off a lot. I realized listening back for editing okay. and I don't let you finish your thoughts. I try uh-huh. to guess what your thought is without letting you speak. So uh, well, this is my you. official apology for that. Thank and you. I'm going to start listening. Thanks. I do it too, though. So it's not all on yeah. you, but you do do it more often than I do. I do it a I lot. <laughs> it's because you just got to get it out. I understand. Yeah, but I don't need to. I can you wait. Should, yeah. So I'm going to wait. Thank you. Mm-hmm. You go. <laughs> You said you were gonna wait. I'm waiting. Well, I can wait too, dude. You don't. You you were talking. Yeah. Meet me. Meet me halfway. Okay. So, okay. Guess what movie your girl watched last friggin' night? I'm gonna guess Rent. Uh, No, close. Very Uh close call. Not not at all. But like you knowing me, Mm -hmm. yeah, I would watch Rent any day of my life. I would watch Rent. But I watched your favorite movie. That Thing You Do. That Thing You Do, man. Isn't it so good? It's really good. And I hadn't seen it in 10 years, easily. Yeah. So good. All Every song they do is good. Mm-hmm. And it made me want to do a band like that. Yeah. Like that era. Like, like a, It's like early surf rock, mm-hmm. um, but still like... It's pop, though. Yeah, it's pop, but it's... Um, like four piece harmonies like think of yeah. uh the four seasons meets uh the beach boys meets the temptations the, i would go that far okay but yeah sure i interrupted you again that's okay no go ahead yeah with your it was on moment. topic yeah it was um 
yeah so good mm-hmm. yeah he's like they're like dance with me dance with me dance with me okay da, 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 da. you know that that they're playing at the fair and there's these three vocals that build for a moment and then tom hanks does a little like arm punch oh yeah like, yeah that thing i need to rewatch it because i don't remember that but um the so i didn't watch the last 10 minutes because i needed a shower and i didn't feel like pausing it oh you didn't finish it i didn't finish it um so Liv tyler that's the chicken the chicken yeah we're cooking a full chicken here and eating rice yeah uh, so a real so we'll be pause. back in a moment you can't you won't even be able to tell babe yeah except there's the beeps Put the food out of the oven. It's going to cool while we finish the yeah. podcast. It's but gonna, it the smells, the aroma smells so good. Chicken's going to rest. Yeah. Um, before we eat it. Yeah. Uh, oh, my question was, okay, the last 10 minutes where I ended was mm-hmm. um, the drummer is uh, in a booth recording or not a booth, but like a big room recording. Drums. Um, yeah, about to. Yeah. And then his jazz idol walks in. Walks in. Del Paxton. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he starts, they whatever, they jam on piano. Yeah. Um. Uh, and then the lead singer had left moments before that, said he quit. He's like, I quit. Yeah. I quit. I yeah. quit, Mr. White. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know all the. And the then lines. they go back to the hotel, or the drummer goes back to the hotel, and he's told that Liv Tyler is about to leave. That's right. Okay. So what happens? I think you want me to tell you, or you yeah. want to watch it? Yes, you're I'll gonna watch, watch it, it later. Tonight. Yeah. So not tonight. But he's like, no, no. We we should actually watch the last ten minutes. I'll okay, watch that done. with you. Deal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I'll I'll just give you. A, he doesn't want to let her get away because there was a little. Even though he had a girlfriend at the time and she was um, J- Jimmy, Jimmy's girlfriend. Okay. Uh, the lead singer mm-hmm. who's a little more serious, and they're like, I love the line where he's like, uh, uh, they're like, we could be like the chord vets, like chords in our music. And then he says that and he's all serious. And then uh, Steve Zahn, as I call him, Steve Zahn was like <laughs> making a weird face. Like, what yeah. <laughs> are you talking about? But everything about him was like all serious, serious. And they're like, but we want to hit Jimmy. And that's why he's like, I quit. Yeah. <laughs> and all that. So he's trying to find Faye because he kind of secretly likes her. Okay. So then he's chasing her down in the lobby and catches her outside. As she's waiting for her taxi. And he throws her in front of the taxi. <laughs> like, yeah. Good riddance. Uh, and then he he's like, I should have done this a long time ago. And then he kisses her. And then they, they start talking. And they go back. And um, he was going to get his car keys or a valet pulled up with her car. And he's like, hang on to that for a minute. We're going to go back inside. And they go into the cafe and talk. Mm. And then it, it's kind of like you're in the last like four minutes of the movie. Because mm-hmm. then there's credits and stuff. Um, but then they go through and they take pictures of each person and they say what happened and him, and, him and Faye get married and have a family okay. and he becomes like a record producer or executive or something like that. Cool. Um, none of them, uh, are like, one of them's a recording artist on his own, the bass player or TV player, as they say in that movie, not even a name for the guy the whole time. Mm-hmm. That's how much they respect the bass. Yeah. But that's like very stereotypical. So they did it on purpose. Got it. That guy him and Liv Tyler are in one of my favorite movies, mm. Empire Records. That's one of your favorites? Yeah, done in the same 
I love that movie. And my my friend Dave Sugar Rush, Dave Hillis, his band um, Sybil Vane is is on that soundtrack. They're playing in the background of that. So he gets royalty checks every year for that movie, and it comes from that replaying on stuff. Yeah, yeah, dude, that movie is so cool. Rex Manning Day. That's the guy. No, that's it's uh. So Rex Manning Day is the oh, day that Rex yeah. Manning comes That's into right. the record store. <laughs> That's right. But now because of that movie, so it's this cult following now. It's, it's like a huge. cult movie. Yeah. That movie didn't necessarily do great in the theater, but no, it became this huge movie. Yeah. yeah. Um now on that day, it's like celebrated. Rex Manning like Day. Rex Manning Day. Um and Homegirl. I mean, that movie's just so good. It Liv is. Tyler. It's the same era. Um, it's within a year or two of, of that thing you do. That thing you do is 96. I think Empire Records might be 95 or 97 or 98. Yeah. It might be a little younger than Or maybe that. 94. Or like, uh, yeah, younger, like 94 or yeah. something. Um, who was that girl? Who was in that one with her? Uh, Bridget Jones. Who's Bridget Jones? Oh, I know who you're talking about. There's um, a lot of Z's. Renee Zellweger. Catherine Renee Zellweger. Ooh. You were thinking of Catherine Zeta Jones. Zeta Jones. (laughs) Who are both in Chicago. Together. Musical. It all ties together. The movie musical. I did see that. A lot of gangsters. Surprise, surprise. Mm, Not that many, I'd say. Oh, I must have been watching a different movie. Mm -hmm. Oh, I was in Chicago. That's what it was. South side of Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. And he means he was actually just eating Chicago style pizza. (laughs) I tried it once and I was like, wow, I bet a lot of gangsters yeah. worked deep on this. Dish. Deep dish. <laughs> yeah. You want to get in some deep dish? It's basically a lasagna. Just yeah, let's tons talk of about cheese. It. Minus the pasta. It's just cheese and yeah. sauce. Yeah. And I'm, I don't need that much. That's a lot. And that's yeah. why that's what Garfield kind of ate in the cartoons. Lasagna. It was like, it was lasagna, but it's basically a deep dish yeah. pizza. I do. I love a lasagna though. I do too. I, I would eat so that much. over a deep dish pizza probably. Yeah. Yeah. Um, wait, we were saying, uh, Renee Zellweger was in Empire Records. Empire Records. Oh, I forgot about that. And the guy from, uh, Days and Confused. Matthew McConaughey? No, the pothead. The guy who's like, you always get shotgun, man. Why do you always get shotgun? I need to rewatch. I I should, I have Dazed and Confused on DVD at home that someone left at the house. You are Dazed and Confused. I am Dazed and Confused. (laughs) I'll have to watch that. And then I thought they were all potheads pretty much. One of them is like. Super stoner. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Who's the, oh. So so the guy who works in the record store, he has curly hair, but he's the bass player in that thing you do. Yeah. The redhead. Yeah, and he's kind of like more blondish in that thing you do, or brown-haired. He might have dyed his hair. Yeah, I don't know maybe. how they did that. Yeah. I don't know how they dyed it. I don't know. There's a, no Chemistry, way how it. they could have dyed his hair. But he, um, it, at the end, it says he joins the Navy. Because at the end, mm-hmm. they were like, drop and give me 50. And he's like, yes, sirs. And they're like, Semper Fi, they told him. Because that's like the um, Marines. Marine term. Um, yeah. So he's like, I'm signing up in two months. So like, give me 50. And they're eating their food and he's doing 50 and the other guys just leave. So he was already like off. That's why they got Wolfman to fill in on the TV spot. Yeah. Yeah. What does TB mean? The bass player. The bass player. TB player. Oh, okay. <laughs> it said the, the bass, bass player. player. He had no name. No, no one called him by the name the whole player. time. Yeah. And that's what I do. So I don't like that. I play guitar too, but that's the main thing. Yeah. Have you ever seen... Uh... The kids in the hall sketch about the the bass player. 
Mm-mm. Dude, it's so funny. It's um, so like they set it up where it's uh, this guy is doing like slam poetry, basically, or not slam poetry, but like um, sonnets. Like he's creating sonnets the on the spot. The bass player guy, no, or just this else. guy. Yeah. Okay. And then he his sonnets about the bass player and he's like you ever notice how no one likes the bass player and then they i they solo isolate this guy playing bass and he's like no one invites the bass player to parties and the bass player's like hey what are you guys' plans tonight oh oh no that's okay yeah i'll just stay home and then you don't hear the other voices yeah. like oh it's fine and the it's guy's fine. just riffing on a bass line it's so funny yeah but then you take the bass away and suddenly there's no song yeah you're like because like oh that was even though they're filling in underneath and the guitarist gets all the the cred and the same with like drums you have like really good like written guitar bass song Mm -hmm. and you add like you know if it's electric guitar at least acoustic you can get by but then you're playing it you're like man if you put a bad drummer on a really good like written song no one cares so it all is so important i feel like it's all cascading like i feel like you need like a drummer and a bass player need a really good um like dynamic yeah like a synced up dynamic yeah like in yeah and then acoustic guitar because mm-hmm. all three of those are rhythm yeah and then, and then you need uh and not every not every band not has like band, a lead yeah. guitar but i mean guitars can both do like lead-esque things but having like that blend the guitars blending together the mm-hmm. bass and drums and with our uh, drummer we play with now who we've been friends with for since 2011 when we met chris. him off of craigslist at that's kevin yeah <laughs> um not chris um yeah but um every time so we'd lost our original drummer and not like oh, he I'm died sorry. not that he died oh. he, he quit um and so then we tried other drummers out and we went through like five or seven people mm-hmm. and i was like you guys don't know how hard this is because I got to like try to sync up with all these different people and you guys are continuing to play your same parts. Yeah. And I got to like find a rhythm with someone that maybe isn't good because mm-hmm. we had all these people we were playing with. And then we had our friend Esteban fill in and he was really good. And so that was like, okay, you're our, our drummer. But then he was like, oh, I, I don't really want to commit to doing this that, that sure. much. So we're like, dang it, we'll just hire you when we want to do it or something. Mm-hmm. And then when we met Kevin, I was like, this is the best drummer we've ever played with. And we played a song that was hard for everyone else to do called Waiting on Heaven that we did years ago. And playing that song, it was the easiest it's ever been instantly. Just like, like felt with because we sent him a couple songs to like listen to and then we just play i was like instantly this is the best i think this ever sounded and it was the first take wow and so and he'd been playing 16 years when we met him and that's mm-hmm. been 12 years or 13 wow. years so he's been playing like 30 years of his life uh drums yeah so it's just like and so he'll make anything effortlessly just or effortless just like we're gonna be like i'm so out of practice yeah but you know shout out chris yeah but he's very humble so he won't tell you he's good but he's very good yeah yeah and a great guy good friend so it's basically like family once you play music with people it's family yeah (laughs) unless they quit olive garden unless unless uh, olive garden your family (laughs) you know you're still family if someone like our original drummer i still consider family even though even though he quit but we played for we were friends for years but like you meet someone who's not very good and you play with them Mm -hmm. you're not family (laughs) You're not family with the people you play uh, one song or two songs with. You're like, it's not working out. There was one guy we did feel really bad about because he lived in Olympia. 
and he drove all the way to Marysville to practice with us for mm-hmm. a show we were going to do. And he went, he came up like every week for like two months Jeez. and he just, but he couldn't quite no, mm-hmm. there was, it was like, yeah, he was playing drums better than I could do, but I'm not a drummer. Yeah. And it was just like, we got to a spot where we're like, Hey, we're going to have to like have our friend fill in for this one, Esteban. And we yeah. were like, well, we'll, we'll go throw him some cash. I'm like, we're sorry. He's like, what? I freaking sold tickets and stuff. And I'm like, sorry, man, we'll give you your money back. But this, we just, we aren't ready mm-hmm. and we needed to be ready by now. And so it was just like, and that, it was just more of an effort, but it's not that he was bad. It's just, it didn't sync with what we were doing. Yeah. Cause we were doing like easy easy enough sounding like pop rock stuff but there was some weird things in each song that made it a little different than a normal beat or something yeah and now the stuff is just insanely rock and rolling it's no now it's just rock and roll baby now it's just i don't know what's happening and if i listen (laughs) to someone else's part i get lost on my part so i have to Mm -hmm. focus on the drums and me because the guitars are off time with what we're doing so it's so different now you rip dude and that's not me blowing smoke in your ears or to my face or to your face or yeah. to any of your other body parts <laughs> thank you my toes <laughs> yeah fingers yeah um yeah you're really good i i feel like once once you put like a lot of years in something even if you don't practice because i quit practicing but now i have to play a lot to get to the, the these new songs take all your like focus to do mm-hmm. so i'd love to get back to where it's effortless and it's not right now i have to think yeah. a lot about it i thought you were going down the rabbit hole or not the rabbit hole but i thought you were gonna try to um bridge your thought about like what's that thing about like if you spend a hundred thousand hours on something you're a master (laughs) if you said well no 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 i'm not saying i'm a master (laughs) if you all if you spend ten thousand hours then anyone's good but yeah or you're wasting your time (laughs) you're wasting your time if you try that long and you still don't sound good that's what nobody talks about is like i can spend ten thousand hours on something and be bad watch me so I'm going to prove you wrong. I bet. I Some part of me wants to think if you've spent that much time and actually uh, tried to like learn ways of doing something, yeah. you would be better. Mm-hmm. But there are certain things like accounting that my brain just doesn't click with. So I could spend 10,000 hours trying to figure it out and I'm not going to be as good as something else <laughs> with something else. Yeah. But yeah, playing music is fun. So we're talking, we're basically trying to finish recording now, which is taking, uh, it's taking some time, but we want to get the songs right and then we'll play live. We might do a show by the end of summer just to like get back out and play like a show out in the Granite Falls at like Lake Rossiger store. We're thinking about doing that maybe, Yeah. but it would just be, I miss like every other week or, you know, something going out and playing a show would Mm -hmm. be fun. And then having the songs down well enough that it's second nature and I don't have to think about it. Because the show we did do, I faked my way through three or four parts that I did not play right. Listening back now that I'm tracking them. And I was like, yeah, that was, but no one knew. Yeah. So it's fine. No one knows anything. No one knows. It's fine. But you got to do, you got to do your creative outlets. That's what I think. Everyone has their thing. They're like really like better at than other things. And it would, it's important to like spend time on those things. Yeah. Like even if you don't think. Or would even call yourself like an artist. I think writing or reading or mm-hmm. doing something creative is absolutely writing. necessary. Yeah, like reading is inspirational for a lot of the other arts. Like if if I ever read a book, which is rare, I found it so much easier to write lyrics because so many words from like someone else's like a classic book, some like classic novel is like written in an old school way. And I was like, Oh, yeah. I feel like you see how someone else writes so poetically and suddenly you have ideas in your head for mm-hmm. writing. 
So reading is so essential and I need to probably read again. Yeah. Um, or painting. Painting is cool. Yeah. I joined a book club in oh. December. Haven't gone. Yep. <laughs> did, I, did I finish your sentence? <laughs> yeah, did. you let you got to the joke before. <laughs> Dang it. Hold on. Start it again. I'll pretend I didn't, I didn't do that. Um, hey, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go for it. Go for it. Hey, so I joined a book club. Oh, that's awesome. Back in December. That's sweet. And um, it's June now. Mm -hmm. And I'm just now getting to my first book club meeting. What? That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's actually, I mean, did they, are they giving you, giving you uh, heat no, about it or all. they're fine? No, not at all. They're fine. Yeah, they're, they're great. Okay. But so what's the book you're reading? Right you're now it's reading? marriage proposal or mar the propo I think I think it's marriage proposal. Oh, uh, if you're going to say the proposal I was like that's a movie with Ryan uh oh. Philippi. No, just kidding. <laughs> Ryan, Ryan Reynolds and Reynolds. Sandra's Bullocks. Yeah, Sandra's Bullocks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. That's the that's the worst name. That might be the worst name we came we've come up with actually. Sandra Bullock. But it's not that far from a real name. It's just an extra S. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Yeah. Sandra's Bullocks. Well, oh, two S's. Two S's. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like that model of a Camaro. It's like the SS model of Camaro. Yeah, yeah just add those in. Yeah, she's it. the SS of vehicles. That's well, something well, else. Act of acting. Of acting. She's Perhaps. the she's the German uh well Yeah. Because that's SS. Surprise too. twist. Yeah. Is she actually German or she just knows German? No, I meant like the SS was like the secret Gestapo in Germany. Oh so it's another yeah. thing besides the Camaro. Secret arm. Yeah, I yeah. thought you just meant like a super sport car. Yeah. Oh, maybe that is that's super sport. <laughs> yeah, well that kind of SS is better than the yeah. other that's SS. That's why I said vehicle instead of Oh, uh speaking of like uh Germany. Okay. One of our um, coworkers is has very German ba uh, heritage background. I was like, "Oh, hey, very German back, yeah, ba has very German back." <laughs> um, but uh, we were talking today. I was like, "Hey, how do you pronounce your last name?" And then they pronounced it. And I was like, "Oh, I'm not going to say who it is at all." Um, but I was like, "Oh, that's crazy." Have I met them. Mm -hmm. But just they said they basically have like family in a lot of its European heritage mm -hmm. and and some other things. That too. Euro blood. Yeah. So I was like, "Oh, cool. I have some." some family history there too. And my grandma's family came from there, world war one, world war two. So it's just kind of, I was like, it's kind of weird thinking about that. But uh, then every country had people that went to war and were, yeah. were killed and we just celebrated Memorial day. So I was thinking about it this last little bit too. This person, mm -hmm. are they an old? An old, <laughs> a young. Okay. Yeah. I'll tell really? you, I'll tell okay. you when we eat the chicken. Great. <laughs> you, you'll find yeah. out. Um, but basically, just thinking of like, you know, every country has. And so on Memorial Day, I posted something on Facebook I kind of wanted to read because I, I ended up finishing Jack Ryan season three, which okay. is the um, John Krasinski show where it's like a Tom Clancy novel, but it's like spy stuff. He's like an analyst for the CIA and he ends up being like a top operative going around and like stopping these world disasters that are going to end all humanity. Every season, there's some crazy thing. They have mm -hmm. a, the final ones coming out in June, end of June. So I'm excited. The final catastrophe. Final catastrophe. So I, on Memorial Day, and I realized the movie I posted about is about uh, English soldiers. 
So, <laughs> so that's fun. But I was like, um, they shall not. What? What? Where did it go? Who is she? <laughs> dude, Where is she? Dude, it's like someone deleted my post. How? Maybe the internet's messing with me. Go to your profile. I'm on my profile. Oh. My post was, Facebook must have deemed my post inappropriate. Hmm. How is that possible? I basically was saying. Because it was an English army. They were like, you're a friggin' American. I wonder. I, I like people. No, there's no way. You don't think? No. I'm going to take one moment to try to find. It was, was it like a repost of a post? No, it was a picture I had um, scanned and post post on, basically. Mm. But all, all to say, basically, like, in each country, you have people with the same fears, hopes, and dreams. Sure. And so all of them are, like, trying to do well for their family, survive, this and that. But it's, like, uh, just honoring those who served. And, mm-hmm. and then um, it's called, the movie is called They Shall Not Grow Old. So it's uh, Peter Jackson did it, and he took World War One footage. And Paul Hobbit's in it. He, he turned into a Lord of the Rings sequel or prequel. Yeah. Um, actually be a sequel from when they were written, I think. But um, he he basically colorized, like technicolored it, and he added um, the audio. Like they, they figured out what the people were saying on oh, there wow. with actual experts. And then they like added dialogue. I thought it was audio from it, but I think it was like ADR. Is it like one of those like uh, eight frames per second no. type of? No, it was 16, 16 millimeter. Wow. And it looks so real. You're like, oh, these are all like kids. They're like yeah. 15, 17, 19. Because some of them signed up when they were too young and put got fake IDs just so they could serve. And so you're just with them in the trenches going around. You're following this group, this whole movie. Yeah. And it starts out with like little black and white clips and it goes into full color. Then you're in there with them and it ends the same way it started. It's so good. Yeah. And so a friend commented on it. It's like, that's an incredible movie, this and that. And literally the post is gone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I literally don't know how I did someone flag it. Cause they're like, that's not American. Or it was probably like, um, it was not anti copyright. Copyright. I didn't put a clip. I put a picture of the... But it's still the... You can share pictures from the internet of like a movie title. Oh. It was like the cover of a movie. Well, I don't know. I have it saved on my phone. And how many days ago was that? Let's... <laughs> this is... A, 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 like, the, for the rest of this podcast, let's investigate this. Okay. I, I, I know. <laughs> I know. It doesn't matter that much. But here it is. They shall not grow old. So half okay. of it shows them in color, half in black and white. Yeah. All to say, like, I was just trying to do something that, like, honored those that served. And it mm-hmm. was, they were on the U.S. side. It just wasn't U.S. soldiers. They were an ally. So I bet it got taken down because <laughs> it was, they were an ally and it wasn't U.S. And like, this is, this is Memorial Day, America. I'm like, bro, they're on your same side. And, but then the people on the German side are like trying to fight for their land or take other people's land or whatever. So I'm not saying anyone's right, but war in general is kind of, kind of rough or very rough. And you just see the fear and like, this is like real footage from the field. So you see fear in the eyes, there's bombs going off and Mm -hmm. you're like, oh man, this is like not a cool acting movie where people are just on set going to their trailers. Yeah. This is the real deal. Not to be morbid, but like World War One, what does that even sound like? Like, did they still have bayonets? Mm Mm-hmm. Dude. Yeah. So when you run out of bullets, you use your bayonet. It's literally, yeah. Literally feet from each other. Uh, well, they weren't like 
Well, I mean, the bayonets. Were, yeah. Oh, oh, I know that. But I mean, like if they aren't running at each other, like the old, old school days, but still yeah. the encounters, like you both have your gun and you're out of bullets, you're using bayonets and stabbing mm-hmm. and stuff. And both of those guys would rather probably be home. Yeah. But they're both doing their thing. Mm-hmm. And my worst dream ever, which I've shared before, but my worst one ever is that I felt like I was fighting in like Vietnam area mm-hmm. and i was in the middle of a clearing and I'd, i was out of bullets and then two soldiers come on either side of the clearing and i'm looking both ways and i just get riddled with bullets wow and i fall to the ground and i feel the bullet holes and i think i'm dying and then i wake up and i'm laying Jeez. in bed yeah and i was like i am never this is when i was like 15 or 16 i was like i am never joining the <laughs> the military because i was like this is a premonition and I do not want to be in some other country in the middle of a clearing and be like, this seems so familiar. And be like, no. Mm. Yeah. So not that I would not serve, but I just really felt like I later I was like, if I did have to sign up like a draft, I would be a camera operator and I would film. Sure. Or make propaganda videos <laughs> or uh, little promo videos or something. Yeah. But the movie that I really loved, if you want to watch post Memorial Day video about like the U.S. taking back um after pearl harbor like kind of trying to get the japanese out of that area basically is midway and it was shot mm. so well um and it's a longer movie it's not like super long but basically it's in the south pacific so i love it because it's all islands and different stuff and they're like die bombing and um and a friend's wife is in it as a um you know as a nurse a, uh you know, as a bomb <laughs> as a bomb bombshell um she's one of the captain's <laughs> wives she's not a nurse she's one of the captain's wives who's a main guy in pearl harbor so dark. yeah so but she's in it in a few scenes i was like oh that's cool um yeah. and so and i've talked i feel like a long time ago we talked about this movie but it's it's one of my favorites i've seen it once and i want to watch it again nice it's not as good as that thing you do because it's war but yeah. it's still cool or I thought, here was my other un- irrational thought of like, if there was ever a draft again, I was like, by the time there's a draft, our band's going to be signed and we're going to be the famous people that the, they won't draft us. They'll have us go play for the soldiers. So that's how I get out of the draft. Sure. <laughs> and then we didn't well, get Well, Elvis signed. was drafted. Yeah. Before he was big or when he was big. When he was big. I know. But, uh, but you think of musicians now and like, there's like all these bands that were like of the age where they could have been. Yeah. And then they're playing like because it was uh, like a lottery right it was like the draft random. was yeah. yeah so if it wasn't draft i guess you just like could be famous and go play for soldiers and maybe they'd keep you if you're popular they might keep you out of some danger zones sure. so that was the hope but then we didn't get signed and then there wasn't a draft so it was yeah. fine nice didn't move to belize because our family was going to move to belize my dad was going to get me out of being in a draft zone because if you're in another country they can't draft you is the plan mm. But I would have missed out on a lot of life up here. Sure. But I probably would have a pretty cool life in Belize, too. Yeah. Going Belize it. Snorkeling every day, have a little boat, go to little islands, and not have a big group of friends, probably. <laughs> a few. Or even more friends. Maybe more, because people here you could still be friends with. Yeah. All right. Hmm. Let's get out of here. Oh, eat the chicken? Yeah. Okay. Is this the whole episode? I think so. How long has it been? 30 minutes. 35 minutes. What, like five more minutes? No, we're going to eat the chicken. 
Okay. This We're going to eat the chicken. We'll, we'll be back to finish this <laughs> episode. And this we, is the end of the episode. The, oh, okay. This is a shorter one. We're going to go eat the chicken. We'll see you next week. Episode 122 is next week. This is, this this is, is 121. Yeah, because yeah. we go week by week. Week by week. Uh, a week by week. Uh, before we go, can you tell them, since they're not able to eat this chicken, what you seasoned it with and what you did? Yeah. Uh, first and foremost, the best seasoning, Johnny's. Mm-hmm. I put Johnny's in, and then okay. I put um. There was like this other herb blend. I don't know. Um, and then I put I, I almost don't want to tell you what else I put in it because it'll give away the specialty. Okay. No, not the specialty, because I feel like you now you're gonna go into this with oh preconceived result with not resolved with um. Oh, uh, what's it called? You put reservation. St- you put stuff in that I might not want to eat normally. No, you're just the connotation of it. You're going to be like, I don't know. I put ground mustard. Oh, yeah. You should yeah. have told me. No, I'm not going to eat any. And, no, I'm just kidding. I'll try it. I'll try it. Uh, I think ground ginger. Okay. I'm sure yeah. it's going to be delicious. It's going to be I've delicious. I've had mustard and stuff. It's just if it's overly yeah. strong. I'm excited. I put excited. pepper. Pepper? Mm-hmm. Pepo. 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 Well, Johnny's seasoning is the same stuff they have at... What is it? Red Robin? Ra- yeah, Dirty Bird. Dirty Bird. Well, that's Dirty Bird is KFC, too. No, it is not, sir. They're both bad. Right, but colloquially. Colloquial. Collo- colloquials. <laughs> colloquially. Colloquial. Whatever that word is. The uh-huh. actual word, not the ear stuff. Dirty Bird is Red Robin. Locally. Yeah, Dirty Bird is Red Robin because they are a chain here. Oh. And I will say this. Every time I eat their turkey burger, I feel sick afterwards. And I think people that, that call bird. KFC the dirty bird is mm-hmm. because they think dirty bird is a phrase to describe chicken places. That are bad. Yes. Our friend Sergio does it. He, But to him, oh. he he grew up with KFC as being called dirty bird because it was low quality. Oh, so in, sure. in, in the neighborhood or wherever he was growing up, that oh. was like their thing as kids. So probably there's more than one dirty bird. So like, okay. So culturally... Mm-hmm. To him, Dirty Bird is KFC. Um, yeah, it okay. is. And then the last chicken quote, which this could open a can of worms well, for, the, for the let's chickens. Let's keep it closed lid. Okay, we'll see you next week. And Dolly took her headphones off. She's walking out of her own house. Just kidding. We'll see you next week.